0: everyone it is tiff O.
1: hey ho and it's the pretty ricky ricky ricky
0: hey hey (laughs) and we are here today for another episode recap of green leaf season five episode six and we think it's untitled because my dvr did not have a title but if yours did let us know what the title was either way there is so much to cover in this episode nearly (sighs) every scene Nearly everything was a gem. It gave us so much. But before we get into it, y'all know at the end of each of our podcast episodes, we tell y'all to join the conversation and leave your comments because they may be discussed on air. Well, Ronell, one of our faithful listeners and Facebook followers, that's at spoiler alert Tifo Ricky, does just that. And this week, he has had some super good comments. So along with our normal inclusion of viewers' comments, we'll be sure to include Ronel's comments throughout today's episode recap. And I cannot wait. So without further ado, let's get to the opening scene. Yes. So much, so much, so much. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Ooh, okay. Thank you so, much. Ah,
1: so good. Okay.
0: So again, I don't know about you but I know I would sit on the edge of my seat because... <laughs> going back and forth about who was in that white suburban, so I'm waiting to see if they're going to open up with the white suburban, but they didn't. Instead, <laughs> we see Bishop on the phone and Lady May standing in the background, rushing Bishop to end his call so he can make it to his physical on time. Grace walks in, and we learn that Bishop is talking to the FBI agent who was on Jacob's embezzlement case against Rochelle, and Bishop is trying to understand how is Rochelle able to move around Memphis so freely and not be arrested. And the explanation is that Rochelle is no longer a person of interest. So Bishop ends the call, obviously frustrated. And mm. Lady May urges him, like, go to your physical. You need to go. But Bishop is like, woman, I don't care about no physical. Rochelle is out there trying to kill me, lady. And Lady May is like, well, Tara's coming over to convince me that you know Rochelle mm. had nothing to do, uh, or she had nothing to do with Rochelle showing up. And Bishop's like, you really think that Tara is not in cahoots with Rochelle? But Lady May is giving the Saint adjacent skanks the benefit of the doubt, and Bishop is frazzled and rushes out not to go to his physical, but to go to the bar to meet with the inspector. And I gotta pause real quick. Yes, <laughs> with yes. This so far, <laughs> like we're still in the opening scene, but I'm just like there's just so much going on. I gotta stop right real quick. So one, I'm just about to put it out there. In general, or at least in my experience with the few men that I know, huh? Men will find any reason not to go to the doctor or get a physical. I was like, Really, Bishop? <laughs> like you're <know, laughs> why did you schedule that inspection on top of your physical anyway? Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. See, man, yeah. No, he wasn't even trying to go. He was he was, he like, was you, you want you can meet it this time?
0: Let's do it. Let's do <laughs> it. <laughs> i <laughs> like, actually, we can meet 10. No, 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 I need nine. I need nine. <laughs> but then also, since they were talking about the physical and how it was today, if y'all recall from like episode three, his physical was scheduled for Friday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, was it episode five Sunday? Because that was the last Sunday in the church. Good so time. how do we get from Sunday to Friday? Okay. So I was kind of confused. Then secondly, if we did get from Sunday to Friday, where is Demolition Day? Wasn't that on Man, Tuesday? So,
1: it was.
0: I'm like, okay, Greenleaf, what y'all doing? You know I'm usually with y'all with this logic, but y'all being kind of illogical right now, because I'm like, y'all kept saying it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday, but now we back at Friday, so I'm really confused by this. And then last, um, y'all know I was saying that Bishop was not going to make it to his physical because mm-hmm. he was going like, to be dead or something. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. actually he didn't make it to his physical because he just didn't want to go but unfortunately we are not going to know what's wrong with bishop like he, i needed him to go to his physical so we can know like is he suffering from something but we ain't gonna know
1: no that's good i think my takeaway because you're right it's so much going on but even this the shorts um i guess this this part okay did anybody know this i'm just realizing so his appointment was for 8 a.m like lady may you all together at like six something (laughs) in the morning like i mean grace walking down there i mean what's the bishop i don't know i guess maybe because you know i like to press news a couple of times i did notice they were put together and if your appointment at eight and you still need time to drive and get there i'm just thinking it's like really early so anyways i did notice that they were all ready to go like at 7 a.m she was together so i noticed that
0: Late day wakes up at five a.m. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, you have Fred Grace. Everybody
0: just looking like a new day. Okay, new beginners But okay. Yeah. But you. Right. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> He's having phone calls with the FBI. <laughs> right. Like, what you doing at seven? But okay. <sighs> oh, so as the opening scene concludes, Grace gets a phone call from our Darius. Last week we were like, where Darius at? They haven't talked to him. Talked about him in a while, but. He's back at home. He just got back from Vegas and he's telling Grace someone broke into his hotel room and stole his mm-hmm. phone. In wow. He asks Grace if she still has the photos of the escrow files and Grace is like, yeah, but when she goes to send them to Zarius, the files start being deleted until they're all gone. And then the
1: closes. What
0: girl? Tiff. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Did you see the way
1: they were being? De- I mean, she's looking at this screen. I said, "This is some Will Hammond from o- Omar Epps' fatal affair <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" I'm like, oh, "I've never seen it." I mean, delete, delete. She's like, I'm, "I'm telling you, I'm looking at the computer screen, and they are being deleted in this moment." So I was, baby, I was like, "OMG, baby, this is serious, okay? This no. is
0: serious." I was like, I didn't even know that could happen. Like, what, did they put a virus? Right. <laughs>
1: like, how does this happen, baby? This is some serious now. This by women. This is serious, Tiff. It's serious. <sighs> uh, it is, and they
0: still, and Grace still won't get the hint. <laughs> She's like, uh, it's it's going, but let's keep going with this story. Figure this stuff out. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. So I just have to say as well that we closed this scene and I'm feeling satisfied and I'm feeling vindicated because after all that, that was going on, the one thing that did not go on was Basie stepping out of that white subverted.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, what are we on? Let me tell you, it's not, not yet though, but because the thing is they don't want to give this cliffhanger away yet. They have to wait, give it to, you know what? Next week, next week we may see him, but he's <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to come out. He's coming out.
0: I was even looking in the credits because you know, last week we kind of spoiled ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we we looking. yeah. And so I was like, looking hard at the cur- credits to see who was like, get started. But I was I don't even know that man's name. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I was too.
1: I was like, Wait, what is his name? So I was like, I guess I'm going to just be surprised. But it's a little soon. So give it, it by next week. Give it by next yeah.
0: week. Yeah. Okay. What else? <laughs> <laughs> so whew, we just covered a lot and it was just the opening. So let's take a quick ad break and we will be back in 30 seconds. All right, we're back. So, we have a quick scene of Charity driving down the Greenleaf driveway, and as she approaches the gate, she sees a man, and that man is Yusuf, and he Mm -hmm. is there to help her. I'm wondering, like, what changed his heart, but I don't know if that Mm -hmm. even needs to... Did you have any thoughts about why his heart changed, Mm -hmm. or...
1: I think, once we get to, like, when he actually starts telling stuff, I feel like, he got the call from grace he got the call for charity and just really made him think like what what opportunity can I actually provide how can I help in this situation I just think he had a change of heart I think the double whammy of both of them reaching out to him gave him a little time to think it through
0: Mm, okay because I was like please don't do a Tyler Perry on us and just start rushing stuff along because I'm getting confused y'all okay so over in Jacob's wing of the estate uh, Carissa and Jacob are getting ready to go to therapy with Jacob Jr. to tell him about their divorce. And y'all know I was like, if they make it to therapy, they're not coming back out. So I'm like, mm-hmm. something gotta happen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> Carissa brings up the topic of custody. Jacob says he deserves full custody and Carissa's like, too bad. <laughs> so this scene, my husband, who is usually chill, this scene actually excited him and he was like, Why won't she let him have custody? And I was like, Because she mad at trying to make him change his mind. And he was like, Why do women do that? Mm-hmm. So that made me ponder and wonder that other viewers have the same type of reaction. And guess what? They did. Mm-hmm. Tell us what they said to him, what they say. You know? <laughs> so oh, you know, Carissa gets no love. So one viewer was like, she is what is wrong with society and man should not have to ask for shared custody. Another viewer was like, how can a man even form, how can a woman even form their lips to say full custody when it's the father's son and he helped raise the child? And another viewer said, a child should not be used as a pawn on a chessboard. Whatever their beef is should not involve the kids. So I'm kind of like, what do you think, Ricky? The pretty, pretty Ricky, Ricky. i agree agree
1: with all of those comments honestly i feel very strongly that unless it's an abusive situation and you feel your child is going to be in harm's way with somebody that you should never deny a parent to see and be a part of that child's life and there is nothing that we know jacob is a lot of things okay like we say (laughs) Chris is a lot of things but um from the fishing episode like it's, it's nothing that's leading me to believe that He should not have full access and, you know, shared custody of his child, um, of his child. So that was actually heartbreaking that she was going to try to push that. And I think it's because she was coming from a hurt place. But That's still not right. You don't use a child as a pun. So I agree with those comments
0: yeah i agree with all of you guys i mean the immature part of myself is like no i know exactly why she's doing that (laughs) like she's trying to get a reaction from him but he's just so like i don't even like i don't want you so
1: yeah and maybe yeah and and maybe because we have seen carissa has gone through got a wheel like she is because i mean i think we we agreed that she didn't initially want the divorce she's just really hurt in how he responded to her one affair right her one entanglement and now yeah so she probably so yeah yeah that probably was the reason behind it more so let me I'm really doing this I don't want to do this I won't really go through with it but I just need to put something out there so that he can try to come back to me but still you don't play around like that so you know Carissa I'm I'm not for it uh uh Mm -mm.
0: Well, I keep doing my threats, but you keep calling my bluff. So I'm like running out of ammunition. (laughs) I hear
1: you. I hear you. But you don't play with people and their kids. Now, I I do. I have a soft spot for that with the viewers. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, dad wants to be a part of somebody's life, and he has shown, he has not shown anything like that he's not a good father or he's going to hurt this child. Don't
0: do that. I do agree that shared custody or whatever the custody arrangement should be like a default like it shouldn't automatic I should have to fight for custody of my child like you yeah. said if unless I'm putting the child in danger or whatever like there should not be any question as to whether I should have involvement in my child's life so I'm with y'all on that but <laughs> I still know where Carissa was coming from <laughs> <laughs> so after that scene we return to Charity who is entering the house with Yusuf and Yusuf looks around and rightfully acts all this comes from religion. And <laughs> Charity said something. what she said, You remember?
1: Like, oh, she said, like, you know, well people around here, they're gonna take care of basically their pastor or your family. They're gonna take
0: care of them. So yeah.
1: That's how they do said, well,
0: it. I, Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Grace comes stomping up to Yusuf. They have a little exchange and Yusuf says he is deep background. So none of that recording business when they get over to Darius. And so they all head out to go to Darius home. And as they start on their way out the door, grace quickly compliments charity and charity receives the compliment almost like a kindergartner who just gotten a gold star <laughs> <for her future.
1: laughs> good analogy she was so happy like do I feel acceptance is this is this a, a hand is this a like yes charity great job that was you <laughs> your sure tender she moment she
0: had look me. tender moment head Isn't is that t- your tender t- moment <laughs> that was
1: in the moment for me that was a tender moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we next pan over to Zora's cabin and Sophia has just entered her hair is wet she just got the shower but we learned that Zora is auditioning for school in New York she has booked a flight that is set to leave to New York tomorrow night she is past the application deadline she has not even submitted an application she does not know where she's going to live when she gets to New York but she is still leaving nonetheless and that was the point so with this scene I was like I love how they kind of show like the juxtaposition between Zora and how she's processing her grief or her sadness or just the news she just received that wasn't that great which I deem or characterize as avoidance like she's kind of like if I'm not here to see it or if I'm not here to witness it or just live in it then I can deal with it versus Sophia when she got bad news or had to grieve the idea of no longer being able to conceive She processed it as anger. So I really liked that they show various um, ways of how people process information and emotions, especially with these kids being their age that they are. Yeah,
1: I like that. I like the process of it. But to be honest, I also thought, did she process and get it really? Because she mentions, like, no, I'm really going to get clarity. Did she get clarity and, like, look what my mom has gone through? Like, I and look at this green leaf cycle. I refuse to be Mm -hmm. in a situation where I'm always dependent on something. What I want to do is go out, reach for what my dream is, pursue it, and not at least say that I've tried. I have this is a clarity moment and I have to. I have to give it a go. And so I do feel that they both process things differently, but I really feel a lot of it is because she's looking at stuff around her. She's like, I'm not going to be stuck in this cycle.
0: Mm, that is so good ricky the pretty ricky ricky, <laughs> ricky because it reminds me of last episode when aj was like these grown folks staying in their mama house ain't normal <laughs> i love that part too <laughs> this is not
1: normal i'm telling you i've been behind bars and i'm and i'm telling you like look this is not normal grown folks don't stay at home this long
0: they're not and so now to we home. have yeah. now we have Sophia receiving mm-hmm. that same type of message from Zora so mm-hmm. yes yeah. so I was seeing it as avoidance but no I'm seeing I'm understanding what you are saying. it's more like she's enlightened and she's like uh-uh, I ain't about to be like them I'm about to make my way like yeah I think she got a little clarity about her life just with this whole situation I do believe that that's good that's good now we are at Darius house he is updating Yusef on what he discovered by Edenville lending before his files were stolen Who are they targeting, Mr. Shabazz? Who do you think, Einstein? Why do you think Bob Whitmore is going out of his way to look like a friend to the black church? They're targeting poor black families. That's right. And Phil's mother, well, she was the friendly black lady who arrived at the door. She made it sound like Eden Vale was black folks helping black folks pay their bills. When it was really just one greedy white man bleeding everybody dry. If he plans on running for Senate, like y'all say, it's no wonder he wants this thing cleaned up. Did Phil know about any of this? No. No, this all happened when he was real little. And as much as I hate me some Bob Whitmore, I never wanted him to see his mama like that. Mr. Shabazz, he needs to know. And now we know that Bob owned Edenville Landing, which was a mortgage company. He stole homes from the poor Black families, essentially, which is why Bob is trying so hard to appeal to the Black church so he can cure his image. And most importantly, Phil's mother worked for Bob and was used by Bob to prey upon the unsuspecting Black families. So Phil does not know about this, know this about his mother. And Charity is like, Yusuf, you need to tell your son about his mama. And Yusuf's like, nah, I don't know about all that. But Yusuf has given them a lot of information, but he won't go on record unless they find someone else who will go on record to back him up. And girl, this scene was such a pivotal scene for me that I just have to pause and we gotta talk about it. Let's because <laughs> you yeah. like I'm down.
1: No, no, so, let's talk about
0: it. This is a pivotal scene, yes. It's so pivotal. One, we finally figured out what Edenville Landing. I can't never say the name of that company, right? They should have given it another name. But <laughs> we finally figured out what that was, what Bob had to do with it, and what Grace DeMars had to do with it. So I was like, thank y'all for revealing that. Then upon finding out what Phil's mom had to do with it, we also learned that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So first Phil's mother was helping Bob Whitmore with the black people. And now Phil wow. himself is helping Bob Whitmore with the black people and their families. And we also see, I don't know, uh, we also know, I don't know about C, but we also find out that Phil does not know this about his mother. So it's like, OK, well, if he would have known that, what would happen? Like, would that make him change his relationship with Bob or what? So him not knowing that his mother was used for this purpose or did his mother even know she was being used or was she in on it? Girl, I don't know. It's just it's, it has so many questions. Yeah,
1: they they yeah they didn't really explore for sure. We know what feels. If Bill Mom knew, but this was just so good. And so I feel because this is the scene. This is where I'm thinking that Yusuf is like, let me really because Bill Bob Woodward is not right. He has not been right right for a while. Let me tell you how deep this thing can go, and it may go even deeper. We'll find out next episode or something. So um, I think that was one of the reasons he really wanted to say it. Um, and get get that information out. So we can know what's going on with Bob Whitmore. But that's something, ain't it? Taking the houses away from the Black people.
0: I know. And, it's still really mm-hmm. and it kind of reminds me of Queen Sugar. You know, we love our Queen Sugar. How those people were taking the houses from the Black poor, Black families. So they could build their sugar mill on it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, this is, this is a historic. Yeah, this has been going on. So I'm glad they're bringing yeah. this to light. Thank you, Greenlee. Thank you. And using Phil's mom, Grace. That's her name, right? What's her name? Grace. Yes. Out of all people. Grace, Grace, Grace Mars. Mars, using her. And then you don't even know. I'm hoping that she, I don't believe that she knew. I believe it's something deeper going
0: on, but I guess we'll continue to explore that. But yeah, mm-mm. And I hope right. they do tell us whether she knew or not, because I think that's very that's important for me. Yeah, so, man. Greenleaf Writers, I know y'all <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> Please let us know if she knew what yeah. was up. Yeah.
1: And Greenleaf, like you said they really don't disappoint. I feel like we're gonna we're gonna find out. We're, I think that we'll we'll know. We'll find this out.
0: So as they're leaving Darius's house, Darius stops Grace and is like, girl, where are you going? (laughs) And Grace tells Darius that Noah has gotten AJ to get on some meds and they are at the doctor. So she's heading to the doctor to see them, too. But Grace kind of looks sad about this information. Like she's happy, but she's also sad. And I'm like, Grace, what's no deal? So anyway, Darius brings up their future again, like the let's talk about our relationship once it's all over. And then he leans in and kisses Grace on the cheek. And Grace is still just looking I don't even know what
1: she's looking like. <laughs> when well, she was looking like she was not looking like she didn't like it though. That's all i would say. It wasn't like I'm disgusted, <laughs> get away from me. She didn't like brush back. Uh-uh, she was looking though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You say that every time Darius goes in to kiss Let her. me tell you what I have <laughs> to say about Darius. Darius
1: is like, I'm not giving up. You didn't came to my office, okay? And this is how we have rekindled this thing. You don't know it. But yeah, this is what's about to happen. Every time I see you, I'm going to figure out like he said. <laughs> when you going, he got to figure out her whereabouts. Remember one of those episodes? They went to the house. What you doing for lunch? So Darius is like, I'm about to go to Vegas, but let me give you this kiss. Okay, let me let you remember me. Oh, okay, you about to go there with Noah in the hospital and AJ. Okay, but we're going to talk about our future after all this is done. He is like, no. So girl, baby, Darius, I was like, I see
0: you, Darius, babe. You better
1: try to go for what you want, Darius.
0: (laughs) And he stayed. He stays shooting the shot. And Ronel, actually, he likes Grace and Darius together. But Ronel is like, you know, Grace ruins Darius' life. Like, she's caused him to lose so many jobs. (laughs) And then, without getting to the NC, but, you know. So it's just like, I'm kind of with you, Ronel, on that. Like, we want them together so bad, (laughs) but what good has come from their togetherness?
1: Because it needs to I just know, work, it Gary just needs it. to work out. Okay, it needs to work out. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that he does not have valid points, though, because he does have some valid points.
0: <laughs> you like this is TV. <laughs> yes, this is TV <laughs> so we are back at the Greenleaf Estate. Lady May is meeting with Tara, and Tara is still saying she did not know Rochelle was coming. She did not know Rochelle had made a deal with the FBI. Tara claims she reached out to Rochelle after Jacob visited because she's so scared of her sister. Um, no other reason but that. And Lady May is like, well, this is still my house mm. <laughs> and I don't know if giving you this house is going to solve my issues for Rochelle. And Tara is like, yeah, I don't I don't know either. And so I don't know whether to believe Tara in her naivete. Like, do you really not know what your sister, like you know your sister, that's your sister, like you always say, that's my sister, It's my sister. Mm. So were you really not in on it or were you really just scared that if she found out that Jacob came to your place and you didn't tell her but the way the phone call happened oh oh oh, let me digress real quick so y'all kept saying that she had called Basie and she had called this person (laughs) and that person but now we have confirmation and vindication that she had just called Rochelle okay so
1: (laughs) but Basie coming next episode though watch it watch it watch watch (laughs) for it wait for it
0: Uh, so I'm just like uh but the way she called she was like yeah he just came by as if Rochelle was like girl you know he's gonna be coming by anytime I don't know it, she seems to be working in cahoots but maybe I'm just really cynical and skeptical
1: I don't or maybe I'm really naive because I do believe that she is pure-hearted and I believe that as much shade lord knows you know I don't I like a Lady May, I'm here for Lady May, but sometimes I have to call Lady May out on her stuff. I do believe that Lady May hears from the Lord that she has this sermon and her spirit can pick up on things as well as bishops. So I really cause he left. Amen. Remember that conversation? He was like, No, no, Tara, no, this is she's good. She's not like them. And for Lady May went over there Amen. and she left with that too. So I think based on those like that those two people like their interaction with her and just what we've seen from her and I'm like I really maybe I'll be find out that I did, like I'm naive I feel that she, I feel that she has a pure heart but I do know because she mentioned her sister being to it. so she also I wonder if she's like pure hearted and just naive but like or if she's like and she really like, I really didn't know what was going on but I feel like I'm gonna just go I hope that I hope that she really doesn't know but I do need her to be smart enough, if you know, by her coming back around, because she she does at least recognize Rochelle's spirit, and I just don't believe they're the same. So I'm gonna go do
0: on that. So Tara is like Tasha.
1: No, girl, I told Not you yet. I think Tasha is aware that um, Basie is dead. Like she's in on it, and that's why I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna be like, oh Tasha, oh my god, let's to be something. Nuh-uh. Tasha, I don't know. Tasha's on the league of her own. She's gonna leave her own. I say that Tara and Rochelle are exact (laughs) opposites. Tasha, I actually still have my eye out on. I don't know. I don't know. Okay,
0: girl. (laughs) (laughs) We have a very quick cut over to Jacob's wing of the estate, and we see Sophia going in to snitch on Zora to Jacob and Carissa. (sighs) And then we go to one of my favorite scenes of the night. We're at the bar. Bishop is finishing up his meeting with the inspector. There's a number of things that have to be done before the building is up to church code. And then in walks Rochelle. And Rochelle is there to scare the bejesus out of Bishop. And I think she succeeded. What do you want Rochelle? I heard from Tara that you and May are starting a new church
1: here. You do know this is a no bar, right?
0: We do, yes.
1: It's going to take a lot of work. Might be easier to just burn the place down with me in it. It is the old Greenleaf way, isn't it? What are you going to get it through your head? What are you going to get it through your heart? That you need to tell the truth. God knows it. He knows. Which is why he told Jacob to tell Tara about the will. Which is why he told May to give us the house.
0: Our lives are grieving the spirit, James. You need to tell the truth.
1: (laughs) I had nothing to do with that fire.
0: Why are things going so badly for you and so well for me? Success is the evidence of holy favor and you look highly out of favor. Is this what a saint's
1: life looks like? Get out. Oh, I'm leaving. Lord knows I don't feel safe, alone with the likes of you.
0: The bishop, beware. Until you admit the role you played in the death of my father, nothing you do will stand. And I mean nothing. When is it going to end, with you? This delusion that you're laboring under. You're sick. But should have killed you when he had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> ah, and when she was like, until you admit the role you played in The Death of My Father, nothing you do will stand. I was like, color purple. <laughs> Who caught that color purple? Though? <laughs> until you do right like me. I was like, okay. But no, seriously. Wow. Latoya Luckett acted her butt off in this scene. I was scared of Rochelle <laughs> she didn't scare the bejesus out of me when she looked at him with them tears welling up in her eyes it was like Basie should have killed you and he she had did. and she just walk off I'm like <laughs> I'm like Bishop go to your physical you should just go to your physical <laughs> wow. and, uh, yeah did you also cap uh, uh, that she, line
1: she said she was like success is the evidence of holy favor and Bishop looks highly out of favor <laughs> and I was like I've been in church all my little life I never quite heard success is the evidence of holy favor so I, had you heard that too had you heard that before well
0: success can mean different uh, things you know success in the biblical biblical terms doesn't mean success in the worldly mm-hmm. terms so <laughs> so I mean touche yeah cool. but I was con. like I'm not quite <laughs> hearing that
1: you're pulling up stuff you just coming up with stuff now I'm <laughs> like you know everybody say this <laughs> I'm like everybody don't say that I ain't never heard that but <laughs> um <laughs> but no <laughs> but she did do that. She played that part, girl. I was scared too. I was like, "Oh snap, y'all better, better be afraid. afraid, be afraid, be
0: very afraid. afraid." And Rhino was scared <laughs> too. Rhino was like, "Uh, yeah." He was like, "Bishop, you might want to watch your back. <laughs> like, look at her as she keep walking out now right. <laughs> <dog. laughs> Nah, she was good. That was a standout performance for the night. I almost wanted to clap for her. I was like, I was "Yes, crazy. Rochelle." <sighs> We see Grace and Noah in the lobby of the doctor's office, and Grace lets Noah know that she found the journal, but that we still don't know who that Negro is. So Noah offers to ask the neighbors if they know who that Negro could be. Yeah. <laughs> and Grace is relieved, but also kind of restless at the idea that Noah was able to get AJ to see the doctor. And so she's like, How did you do that? And Noah's like, I don't know. What changed his heart? Like Bishop offered to work with him on that car, and that might have worked because he's been researching and trying to prepare for that and he was like all i did was ask him if he wanted to go and he was like yeah so grateful grateful grace is a uh, grateful but also a little jealous or dejected by noah's ability to do what she could not or uh, what are your feelings about like grace's reaction yeah i did
1: feel i feel that she is still trying to get over a little bit of her she's hurt because he just blocked <laughs> like this noah came out he just really flopped. to to Noah, but it just made me kind of chuckle because I'm like, boy, people around Noah be like a new person, like AJ. <laughs> I ain't never seen so many teeth in his mouth, smiling, cracking jokes. I was like, who is this? <laughs> like he is just coming out ever since he went to Noah's house. He's just been a new AJ. Lady May gets around. I mean, oh uh, uh, yeah, new AJ, Lady May gets around Noah. She, you want some tea? Hey Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the no effect or what, girl. But yeah, Grace is still just trying to process it all. I know she's ultimately like grateful that he is like having these positive changes, but a part of her, I feel, is just like, but I wanted to be a part of that too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want you to respond. I want to be the one. Yeah, I want to be the one who. Yeah, I want to be. I do so, yeah, get that looking high. <laughs> So speaking of AJ and his teeth, <laughs> he comes out to the lobby being all childish and cute, mm-hmm. teasing them about, "Oh, I can see why y'all was together." K I S S I E G. I was like, hey, AJ, how old right. are you? Like, stop. Right. <laughs> What <laughs> if we did find out his age though? Too.
1: So, did you notice that? We,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. So, that yeah cool. They they made sure to put that in there, and I was like, oh, do, have you been asking? Because they were like <laughs> twenty four, and I'm like, <laughs> we really need to <laughs> y'all to let us know. This not her son. You have to tell us his age. Uh,
1: you can do the math.
0: No. <laughs> uh, uh, So AJ has a new prescription that needs to be filled but he mentions he doesn't have insurance and Noah beats Grace to the punch of offering to take care of it and Grace is like "Uh, uh, uh, uh." (laughs) like she I guess she's impressed or I don't know flabbergasted I don't know which one and so AJ walks away still being childish as he looks for (laughs) Noah and so Noah wants to let Grace know that he and AJ will be moving into their own place soon and that Grace can stay with them if they lose the estate. And Grace thanks Noah, so she's giving out compliments today and gratefulness Mm -hmm. today. And then she just stands there trying to make it make sense, processing it all. So to me, um, what I liked about this scene was, or I don't know if I liked it, but I'm just like, okay, Greenleaf, we get it, we get it. A recurrent theme to me that's been in this season and in many episodes and all throughout this episode is the importance of fatherhood, mm. of Black fatherhood, especially as it pertains to their relationship with their Black sons. Also the theme of Black mothers giving Black fathers the space to step up and step in. Cause you see how race is like, oh, I got it. And Noah's like, no, no I got it. Like if she would just gave a pause and you could see that he could handle it. Like he could step up and he could step in and he can handle it. And you know, like they had that, Conversation or exchange at the staircase a couple of episodes ago, and she's like, "Hey, look, look what I got! I got the doctor's office number, and I need you to do this." And he's like, "I can do it." And she's like, "No, no, 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 no! You're not listening to me. Like, I need this to happen." He's like, "I'll do it." And she's like, "No, no, no, that's not enough. <laughs> I need this." To so, like, once she stepped back and let him do what he said he could do. She gets to see that he can do it and just the importance of co-parenting. So I'm like, okay, Greenleaf, y'all have a message that y'all want us all to receive. And I think it's a good message.
1: I I do too.
0: And speaking of tender moments, so <laughs> a tender moment for Ronell was this scene with Noah um, extending his house to Grace, even though Ronell's like, you know, it was nice and all for him to offer her a place to stay, but Noah really needs to stop. It ain't gonna happen. He needs to not keep hope alive and just get to know his son, Grace's old news. Um, and yeah, just move on. Because I screamed <laughs> at the TV,
1: lies you tell. Like, no, no, no. I was like, I was like, you can move in with me. I was like, uh ah, uh ah, uh ah, uh. Ah. So I guess they had to do something else for the Noah and Grace people, but uh uh-uh, I was like mm-hmm. Yeah, you can <laughs> keep, they, keep, they no stay trying to shoot Grace. their shots, but Noah stop. Just
0: stop, please. Help your child
1: and we'll we'll keep it moving.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so in a parallel scene of father stepping up and stepping in. We go over to Zora's cabin and Jacob and Carissa have come to confront Zora about her plans to move tomorrow night and Carissa is getting nowhere with Zora when Jacob steps in and steps up and gets Zora to at least delay her move a couple of days and consider staying with her cousin in Hoboken which is New York adjacent but she says okay I'll consider it so
1: that was good good job Jacob.
0: We next, we next go to Bishop and Lady May's wing of the estate, and y'all know I'm getting excited because this is one of my moments of the night. So Bishop is telling Lady May that they are definitely not giving up the house. He's like, "Nah, we ain't doing it." And Lady May is like, "Well, I'm troubled by the fact that they own that we only got the house after Daryl James was." Um, unable to receive it. And Bishop asks a very good question, which is probably a question other people had when they found out that uh, the lady who left the house, Loretta Davis, was white. He's like, why would a white woman, a proud daughter of American Revolution, give up her house and hundreds of acres to Daryl James? But Lady May is like, okay, well, why would she give her house to some strangers? Like, What are you talking about? So... Uh, Lady May is, like, challenging Bishop's holiness, but then Jacob interrupts. When I heard that knock at the door, I was like, if Charity interrupts, ah! one more conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is of the cherry would do. Come right in the middle of something. That's yes.
0: Yeah. And So, Jacob comes in, and he's like, hey, I want y'all to come downstairs to see Carissa Jacob Jr. off so it can look normal. And Lady May is like, all right, if you want normalcy, then you need to marry someone you love next time, and don't be cheating on people. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Bishop is just so annoyed with Lady May in this moment, in my opinion, and her judgment, I guess, or condemnation. And so he quickly excuses Jacob up out of the uh, room and he lets Lady May have it.
1: Would you please reschedule the physical? I wasn't finished. Oh, well go ahead, please finish.
0: You want to talk to me about holiness? Try confessing your own sins. Every mistake I made has been broadcast from a blimp all over this town. You've lived
1: a lie for 40 years. And you're still living it. Telling that boy how to live?
0: Keep your holy admonitions to yourself. And I'm clapping Mm -hmm. for Bishop. I'm like, hey, I love me some Lady May. Y'all know I stand 10 toes down (laughs) to the ground for Lady May. But I was like, Lady May, you need to come down off your self-exalted status for a second. Because as Bishop told you, you have affair issues as well. And you're supposed to have loved me. So what are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, 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 And and then your affair is parading around the house in my face every day. So... (laughs) So, um, Ronel mentioned that, you know, they keep bringing up this uh, involvement or Bishop's involvement in the fire that killed Daryl James and so I know that before in previous episodes that you have maintained that Bishop may know more about the fire or have been involved with the fire or at least know more about the fire than he's putting on. And Ronnell actually agrees with you. And he commented, they want to keep implying that Bishop has something to do with the fire years ago that killed uh, Daryl James. But Ronnell, oh, he doesn't agree with you. He disagrees. (laughs) (laughs) He uh, believes that Daryl James was sleeping with the lady who left the house. So Daryl James was sleeping with uh, Loretta Davis to the Green Leaves, and people found out and had Daryl James killed because a black man couldn't have relations with a white woman in those days mm-hmm. so I can actually see that like maybe Bob Whitmore had Loretta Davis killed or something <laughs> Or oh, his people yeah
1: yeah maybe so I just <sighs> this whole house situation I'm still just trying to really understand because a couple of things one thought that comes to mind like how are you living in a house though for 30 plus years and <laughs> not know how you received a home like how do you not Girl. know that you don't because he's like well, Loretta Davis she's never you know went to Detroit like how do we how did you get this like how do you not question this after 30 plus years and then right. a thought was right. okay well charity mentioned earlier you know people take care of the pastor. you know they take care of the church family so if they inherited because he's been a pastor for so long and this was like considered what you get as a pastor if you know your church is about to be no more and you're not a part of it then what would make you even think you would still keep the house if the house <laughs> is something you get you know when you actually are in this particular role and so and now this whole idea of maybe you know what ronnell said daryl I don't know. Jane. sleeping with the Loretta Davis. I mean, we just don't know. I just am still baffled by the fact that no one has questioned <laughs> until this <laughs> very moment, until the wheel has come up. How did I get the house? And how can I assume I can stay in the house if this is the reason? So I don't know. All of this is just, that's, this is the part that I need more clarity on. Help us understand this part. So,
0: mm. And it kind of goes to both of you guys is you and Ronelle's points of um, Daryl James may know more not Daryl James sorry Bishop may know more than what he's putting on letting on because even when Lady May hit on with well why would she leave the house to us people she don't know before he could really even get an explanation out that's when Jacob come knocking at the door mm-hmm. and it's like what was he gonna say was he gonna say I knew her um, was he gonna say me and Mac knew her like because Mac knew Loretta Davis in some capacity because he got her to sign over the will mm-hmm. to them so yeah. But no, you're completely <laughs> right. Like, how are you staying in a house for twenty, thirty years and don't know how you got there? Yeah, the or don't know <laughs> or why this strange yes. lady?
1: But that's a good point. So it has. So they know this really. We have to figure this part out. And then, because now that we know this is coming to me, um, what happened? With Bob Whitmore and the Edenville lending and what they were doing to black people what if Loretta Davis was like I'm watching this I'm connected to them and somehow but I don't support this I don't believe in this so I am going to now leave it to I don't know this particular black people instead of that I don't really know but we just got to find out more about Loretta Davis and the reasoning behind this and how you don't know 30
0: plus years how you got your house though Mm mm well ronnell think that the truth is coming out next episode okay. and i i don't know because they show i mean i agree with him because they showed the um preview for next week of bishop going up to the calling himself to the front of the congregation oh. so <laughs> i am very interested to see what yes he to okay say. yes we shall see
1: and Brian He's probably be cap- in the last row when he kind of come up too he may <laughs> She may want to say something. She may want to repent or something.
0: So you're going to watch real hard. Real hard, y'all. Y'all watch. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) You're going to come open in the nose with roach. Okay. Uh, You never know. You got to watch it. Watch it, y'all, next
1: week. Oh, my goodness.
0: Now, over at Calvary, white asparagus and Phil are going through boxes of documents when Anne walks Charity and Yusuf. And did y'all catch... White asparagus almost busting her behind trying to get up off that flow <laughs> when Charity walked in. Maybe I did catch that, honey. Yes. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that was too funny <laughs> to me. So, white asparagus doesn't know who Phil's father is, but she makes sure to let Yusuf know that she is Phil's fiance. And I had to roll my eyes so hard, I almost fell out my head, girl.
1: <laughs> yes. So, so, but did you notice how she did that? She was like, Look at this ring. Look at this ring. I am his fiance. And did you? See how you said looked at that ring because that was his mama's, his slash his wife's uh, ring. Like, oh, this what we doing?
0: girl mm-hmm. no you know you in this ring you had the sixth <laughs> sense about that ring you always reminding us about this ring and what she doing with that ring no i just thought white asparagus was being white asparagus just being annoying but i think you're right they put that there so phil's father could be like yes. oh, no he did not give white asparagus my woman yes ring.
1: girl yes you got That was look, the uh, ring the ring it's symbolic honey it's that ring yeah. yes
0: Man, that's six cents on that ring. You go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But we have to leave white asparagus for a minute to cut back over to Jacob and Carissa. Mm -hmm. So in their wing of the estate, Carissa is packing up to leave and go to her mom's house with Jacob Jr. And she closes her suitcase. She pauses. And Jacob's like, oh, you forget something? And I'm like, Jacob, oh, my gosh. Like, come on now. Anyway. So Carissa is like, no, you little man child. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of earlier when we were talking to Zora and you finally acted like a grown up. Of course, these are my words, not hers. But she tells him and I thought this was so profound. It is so sad we had to break up for you to become the husband I thought you'd be when we met. And then she goes on to blame herself for Jacob's shortcomings and his misery. And Jacob is like, nah, we have kids, so that's why we met. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But he did finally say he's glad that they met And Carissa just finally relents and tells him he can have shared custody. And I'm like, poor, poor, poor Carissa. Like, at this moment, she is seriously done fighting. She's like, you know what? I've tried everything to get this man. Like, I tried blackmail, I tried taking his keys, I tried taking his money, I tried taking his his house. And this man does not want me. So you know what? Unlike white asparagus, I'm just gonna accept it finally (laughs) and stop fighting and move on. And huh, some people's hearts did finally soften for Carissa, but we still have so many viewers that's like, tell what, that's what you get. You an evil person. That's why he don't want you. <laughs> uh, she, but yeah, Oh, but, but, but. Uh, I was just about to say, I am happy to say that Ronel is one of the vi- viewers who do have sympathy for Carissa. He said, Jacob is being petty by continually making Carissa feel guilty for cheating, but I do believe he is tired of that and that marriage is over um he likes that lady May told him that next time he married he should marry someone he loves because he was like so true so he talking to the screen like we talked to the screen (laughs) so true and he said outside of their children Jacob and Carissa just didn't work from the jump so what you got girl yeah no I,
1: I I I agree that the relationship has been done for a while and Carissa was trying to hold on to it um uh I will say in this this scene I really felt that emotion. I was like, she is obviously mm-hmm. this is obviously very painful. We knew it, but this was like oh there's a woo 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 moment, like ah, this was it. So you know, Chris ain't still ain't my favorite character, but I had all the empathy. Yeah, 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 I'm not a big Chris fan, but I had all the empathy. But I believe <laughs> what you say. You stand on the side, right? Like it's right. Like you don't get upset with me because I had one affair. We're gonna try to work this out. You need yeah, to learn how right. to forgive. So I'm always stand on that. And um, but she she looked really. It was she was very very hurt in this moment. And so, yeah, even Jacob, I felt like he looked a little bit remorseful. But
0: Girl not wow. at all he was looking like if you don't hurry up and take and, and zip that suitcase Aww. if you don't take the suitcase off the bed take take that one too uh <laughs> let me help you roll it downstairs uh <laughs> to
1: take that purse that i threw on
0: the ground yeah that purse i throw it on the floor again Aww. like he's like you forget something and it's like dude i don't want to lose oh, you yeah. i'm trying i i forgot that I wanted to be like you forgot something. You forgot about you forgot. us. You forgot about what we were supposed to yes. be, and you just rushing me along yeah. like, ugh.
1: Uh, I, he was just like, you know, but you know. I'm glad we met, but now that still wasn't. <laughs> he was like, nah, that was not enough, Jake. No. yeah, but no, Carissa, she was, she was so hurt. It was so painful to actually see her just pack that up and just have that conversation with him. Like, but yeah, she yeah. So, <sighs> a sigh and a tear emoji for Carissa.
0: I know. Yeah. And then we're about to get into some more tear emojis because so, we're back at Calvary. Oh, and you, uh, girl, <laughs> <laughs> Yusuf is telling Phil about uh, Phil's mom working for Bob to scam black people out of their homes. And Yusef warns Phil against being his mom. But White Asparagus is like, that's not true. My daddy loves black people. And i was like, girl, if you don't shut up. So anyway, so Charity stops Phil from calling the police on Yusuf and Phil tells us, the viewers, that he don't like his dad or respect his dad because his dad didn't have a job, his mother brought home the bacon and cooked it, and his daddy walked out on him. And so when Phil calls Yusef, Yusef? Yusef's heart just literally like fell out of his chest onto the floor and shattered into a million pieces. And I, t- like you said, tear emoji.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um... This this scene was quite a bit for me too, because did you also notice the dialogue? Like you could hear like the pain that's coming up from Phil, childhood, like, son, Phil, like, you walked out, you did this on mama, and you coming up here basically to piss on the one thing that I was able to count on when you walked out the door. And I am thinking he's referring to Bob Whitmore at the time, since we now realize Bob
0: Whitmore has been a
1: part of his life for so long that his mom was working for him, going to the door to door to the people, trying to tell him, come on, come on over yonder. So they have seen Bob Whitmore. He has seen him like a father. So, Bob Whitmore was been able to take and switch and get into the mind of, Gra- of Grace DeMars and Phil. And so, this is why I feel like he has... So, thank you Greenleaf oh, so much like I'm so loyal to you because you took... When, yes. when Daddy left out, you probably helped pay these bills. You helped do this. You may have taken me to a couple of places. You've been there for me, Bob. So, this is... No. That's
0: that is so good. And although I still really hate Phil, <laughs> it at least humanizes him. Like like you said, the loyalty there. Because it's like, dude, why are you living in this man's shadow for 20 yes. years? You know the magic number for really For 20 years. Yes. <laughs> and why are you letting this man do this to you and do that? But the loyalty, mm-hmm. if in fact okay. Bob stepped in when Phil's father mm-hmm. left and kept them afloat, mm-hmm. that would make sense. So... Man, poor Phil, but I still don't like Phil. So whatever comes to you comes to you. But no, that is man, Ricky, 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 maybe so. You're pulling it, maybe. maybe
1: so. Remember, I was saying like I feel like maybe. Um. What's his name, Lori? Sorry, uh, no, I felt like Phil was telling his father maybe he's done something wasn't loyal maybe he turned his father in or something. But if he always saw Bob as this father mm-hmm. figure as we're now trying to put these pieces of the puzzles together, then he didn't look at it like that. You know, it was like, uh, "This is the man who's been here mm-hmm. for me." So we have to see how deep this thing really goes.
0: Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Well, we have another predictor among our midst, and his name is Ronell. So this is the last we see of Yusef for this episode. Um, and Ronel is predicting that something bad, like death, might happen to Yusuf because he got involved in the whole exposing H&H <sighs> scandal mess. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wow, because oh, he's deep background. Deep. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I can't take it. Yes,
1: okay, uh, that's, that's deep. But I wouldn't even be. Oh, I hope not. I like you. Oh. But yeah, yeah. Mm. Good one. Good one. Good one. Good thought. We got next episode. We watching real hard for Basie. We watching hard for everybody. We <laughs> <laughs> gonna see if you' still alive. What's going on, people? Tell us, crazy.
0: So as Yusuf leaves, brokenhearted, Charity tells Phil that she'll pray for him because she really will pray for him. And then White Asparagus tries to console Phil, but he does not want it. And he rebuffs White Asparagus for the umpteenth time and she storms away and Phil is left standing there looking like the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) And I'm just so over White Asparagus. Over
1: So I get it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So what did you think about Charity's involvement with getting Yusef to tell Phil about his mom? I feel that I told y'all
1: charity has grown right so I do feel <laughs> and, but I also say she's not going back to Phil. but I feel that she has love even though she's like what a waste and she has these feelings about who he is maybe as she's learning more putting more pieces to the puzzle and getting to know from yourself more about the situation and now I'm learning more perhaps about Phil. that she really was trying to just like I want to help you fix this you don't really know the full story feel and because I still, I really do kind of want to help you. This is why she got involved. And I think it goes to what you've been saying for all the episodes is Charity saving the day, right? So I think it's just another way that we can kind of see in different areas from, you know, her calling Yusef to like, yeah, the, when Yusef was like, I don't want to go on record. She was like, well, I can do this. I can do that. And so she's just really been really taking the lead in different areas. So I think they also want to show mm-hmm. overall
0: Charity's going to save the day. I do believe that. Oh, you go, girl. You go, girl. Well, I didn't even look that hard into (laughs) it. (laughs) But Ronelle did have a comment for this and a point that I'm kind of like with him on. But no, you made some really good points about her growth. You know, me and Charity are still (laughs) not as cool as me and Kristen. So she's still got some growing to do. But Ronelle said, I give Charity a slow clap for trying to mend the father-son relationship between, you know, Phil and his father but some things people need to stay out of and she just barely got herself together with her family (laughs) that's funny and I'm like she hasn't even repaired the stuff with her family so how do you go to someone else's family being like hey you need to get right with your son when you Is that even right with your mama or your sister? I mean, I think that's indicative of, like, humans. Like, we can really
1: see something else going on, Mm. right? And, like, let me try to fix this, but we don't even see what's going on in our situation. And a lot of times it's easier to fix other people's stuff than to do the work and fix your own stuff. So I think it's some of that, too.
0: True. We next see everyone on the steps as Carissa and Jacob Jr. are leaving, and Carissa and Jacob have a painful-to-watch goodbye, and Zora looks like she's not really feeling her day. And so after Carissa leaves, drives off, Charity drives up and joins the family on the steps. And Lady May drops the bomb that Grace is a product of her infidelity, her affair. And then she announces dinner will be at 730. Lady May turns around, goes back into the house as if she just said "This guy is blue. <laughs> what did you think of how she revealed Ooh, her secret?
1: Classic Lady May. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm involved. <laughs> you know, like, this is how it is. I'm gonna tell you, very poised. I'm gonna touch Bishop, and then I'm gonna walk on, and we'll see you at dinner Because this is what happens. <laughs> Business will still go on. And so that was one part Lady May did her. But I was also a little bit side eyeing Lady May because you literally were about to tell this huge secret, this huge family moment, and Charity pulling up like, wait, what's happening? You were going to be able to <laughs> we're leaving Charity out of this. She's like, Charity, sure, just get in line. Get in line. Oh. Just, just let me just tell. I'm like, but what about Charity? This was not the best moment. Like in general, the whole family was not there, Lady May.
0: Everybody went there yet. <laughs> uh, That's Charity's point. Like, nobody cares yes. about me. And Lady <laughs> May was so about to reveal Yay! the biggest secret that she ever had without Charity. Like, Charity's going to have to just find out over dinner. That's she's real, like, I don't 30, even care this. Like, <laughs> this? is the of
1: quiet, quiet <laughs> dinner. That's why I have to really say things to Charity, because I hear you, Charity. I do understand. I do understand sometimes.
0: <laughs> well, I know that in addition to being like, really, Lady May, that's how you going to say it. Like, just going to be like, okay. I mean it is what it is, but like you didn't give nobody no warnings. You was about to put them on blast. Like I don't like Grace, like I don't know how people gonna look at me once you tell them this. But anyway, other than Lady May and her classic or whatever. I was waiting for my vindication moment. I was like, ooh, we about to get my vindication because she's about to tell them about her affair. And y'all know I've been talking about Jacob was going to have a change of heart oh. once Lady May reveal, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, ooh, Lady May, go ahead and tell them real fast because I need to see Jacob go chase down that car and get Carissa back. But he didn't do that. <laughs> girl, because this is over with. I told you a couple of episodes ago, it's over. But that's funny. I'm like, go ahead, Jacob. Go go get the car before I get down the driveway. That right, was such a time. This I'm is like, the time
1: like... to go get her, Jacob. This is this this <laughs> is your moment, Jacob.
0: I was <laughs> still keeping Hope alive though. I was like, okay, he just gotta let it sink in. Okay, we'll sink it. Okay. Next episode. Hi, right, next episode. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after dinner, we see the siblings are outside on the porch, and they're drunk and they're talking. And I love this moment because we—I don't think we had a scene with the siblings in a long time. Wow, it's been a while. So that was really good. And you know, again, I was still holding out for my vindication, but instead of Jacob giving me my vindication. He wants to whine about how Lady May has been hard on him for cheating on Carissa. And Grace is like, boy, please. She put me through worse than since the day I was born. Like, it was my fault Mm -hmm. I was born in the first place. And then Charity, drunk, (laughs) starts talking about being born in a plane crash. And he's like, what are you talking about? And so she's like... We were made to believe that we had to be perfect because everything around us seemed perfect. But now that uh, we know it's not perfect, we can cheer to be survivors. I guess that means she feels like they don't have to live up to something that's not attainable or whatever. I really didn't understand her analogy. She She's it. So <laughs> <laughs> Jacob takes Charity's plane crash analogy uh, personally and start thinking about him and Jacob Jr. and how Jacob Jr. might not think he's perfect or someone to look up to. And then Jacob admits, and that's when my vindication was over. I was like, okay, so I'm not going to get vindicated. But Jacob admits (laughs) that he don't care about his mom's affair, Grace being a product thereof. So that was cute. Mm -hmm. But I was like, really? I need you to care because I need you to go get Carissa. (laughs) And then they have a hilarious moment where Charity and Jacob are teasing and joking about Grace's skin being lighter in color than theirs. Like, it all makes sense now. (laughs) And then Charity gets mad because her ex-husband, who dates Grace's half-brother, knew the tea before her. So I do want to say that when they started clowning her about her light skin, I remember when it first was revealed that Lady May, that Grace was a product of an affair, me and my husband was like, oh, that's why she's lighter skin. So it was good that they actually had the siblings acknowledge it too. But then the other thought that me and my husband had was, did they make or cast Grace light skin because they always knew that they were going to have Lady May? Or have her be a product of an affair or be a half-sister. So I really, and if they did, I really, like, this is why I love Greenleaf. Because they just think about
1: everything. Yeah, no, this was good. I'm glad they mentioned that to us. We're like, so we knew Mama was a little light-skinned and Faye, but they ain't that bright. They ain't that bright. So (laughs) that that was funny. Yeah, but yeah. I think they did know. I think Greenleaf is cool like that. They was like, let me think this all through. At least some key points. So yeah, they did that in the casting. Go Greenlee. That's how I'm <laughs> standard. I'm saying go Greenlee.
0: <laughs> I love Greenlee. Just then, Grace ruins the fun, because she receives a call from Darius, and he's like, we got him. We have someone going on record about Edenville landing. They'll back up Youssef. I'm heading to my house. Can I see you? And Grace is like, of course. But mm-hmm before we could get to Mm -hmm. that, we have a last quick cut to Sophia and Grace's wing of the estate, and Sophia is reading the Bible Mm -hmm. when Zora enters, Mm -hmm. so I'm like, oh, me and Ricky been waiting for this moment, moment. Yes. so she's going back to the Lord, and so Zora confronts Sophia about snitching on her but let Sophia know that she got over it by snitching on Sophia to Grace about her pics on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought she was joking. I was with Sophia. I was like, you joking, right? I thought she was joking, no, she joking. too. She's still joking, though, right? I, I don't know, though. I don't
1: know. I don't know. And you know what she, What if she was joking and then um, she goes and tells her mother? Remember, I was like, I think that Zora, Sophia was yeah. going <laughs> to tell her mother. She's telling her and her mama's like, but wait, what happened? I'm, like, I'm going to stick with she joking. She's going to tell her. That's going to give her motivation to tell her mama. And then we're going to have a whole another type of kumbaya moment.
0: Yes, <laughs> and now to the last scene of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so as Grace is pulling up to Darius' house, I'm like, okay, since you pulling up at night like this, I'm thinking Darius is inside this house dead, right? What are you thinking at this moment?
1: I was just concerned for Grace's well being. I think people out to get them both. Mm. So I was like, is somebody? Was she gonna turn around and somebody's gonna be right up on her? So I was just a little nervous. I was just watching the scene,
0: mm. I was
1: nervous.
0: Yeah, yeah, nervous, nervous. <laughs> so she knocks on the door, no one answers. She calls his phone, it goes to voicemail and she's like, Hey, I'm outside. I'm like, Girl, this is voicemail, what are you doing? But anyway, a car drives up and I know y'all probably thought it was baby. So anyway. <laughs> next, next season, girl. That's ne-
1: I mean next episode. Next episode. Not yet.
0: Not yet. <laughs> So a car drives up, a mysterious man comes walking up the driveway and I had to learn from the viewers that this man was Fernando. Ooh. Yes, Carissa's Fernando. I was like, oh my gosh! I did not know that. That's so deep. It's like,
1: oh my god, everybody connected.
0: Yes! <laughs> so Carissa's Fernando is trying to like snatch up Grace and Grace is about to put the paws on yeah. him. She's like, ah, don't be touching yeah. me. So She demands to know where Darius is, and Fernando warns her to be careful and stay out of it and gets back in his car. And I'm like, but we know Grace is not about to stay out of it. So I want to know, do you think Darius is dead or alive?
1: The only—I'm going to say he's alive. I think he's been kidnapped, and I have to go with alive because I believe that Grace and Darius (laughs) are going to end up together. So he has to be somewhere alive.
0: Kidnapped. He's kidnapped. So some are hopeful. Some viewers are hopeful um, that he is alive, and they also and some feel like you just said, like they have to get married, so duh, <laughs> he is alive. but Majority of the viewers is like, nah, he dead with Basie. Stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, he is dead. Um, look at me, look at me. If he the Basie dead, and he really alive though, that's what they. <laughs> <talking about, so. laughs> you like? I'm still right. I'm still with it. <laughs> But some of the viewers, girl, let me tell you, some of the viewers think that Darius may be involved with Bob and that he set up Grace. No, I
1: can't.
0: Like when her email started getting deleted when he called, and then when he's like, "Hey, come to my house," and he wasn't there. They were like, "Oh, he was guiding. He, oh, he probably no. set that whole thing up." No, oh no, no I know, I can't, I
1: know, I,
0: won't. I, I can't know. I let <laughs> my
1: mind go there. No, people, not no. Mm-mm. But that's deep, though. i kind of liking is, that I'm theory, like that though. Deep. I'm kind of liking oh, it. Oh, no.
0: Especially, like, when you think about, remember, okay, first episode, AJ, or that guy gets killed, and Grace goes to Darius and it's like, hey, can you help me figure out who this guy is that got killed? And instead of Darius coming back with information about that guy or ever looking into mm-hmm. it, he's like, hey, you know why Bob Whitmore is here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's the one that actually started her on the trail of Bob Whitmore but then it kind of goes against like yeah the yeah so I would buy Whitmore. all right but are they going to ever circle back to who that guy was that got killed? because I'm like Darius you got on yeah. focus now they have a lot yeah, to do okay.
1: these, next couple, these next episodes that's all I'm going to say so, mm.
0: <laughs> yes girl so I have one more question mm-hmm. before we wrap up will Lady May do you think Lady May will give up the house
1: I think she may lose the house now. But she gonna give it up. Ooh, may, we have to figure out who does <laughs> so um I'ma go with yes. I'ma say yes, but somehow we're not gonna have the house. Wow. So I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna just say yeah. And everybody gonna be wow. forced to be grown so, and get up and do something. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point.
0: Cause I was like, I don't want them to lose the house, because then what? Like how that's gonna play into the spinoff, but if it gets mm-hmm. everybody out the house, then you might be right viewers overwhelmingly think that she is not going to okay, give up the okay. house. So, we'll see, but I don't, I really don't. Girl, I'll let y'all know <laughs> next episode I think she <laughs> got it. Because, <laughs> you know, last episode she was like, yeah, you can have it. And then once Rochelle came back, she was like, Mm-mm, I don't know if that's going to solve it. So, huh? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> what I do know is season or episode six was the bomb diggity. And spoiler alert, we are not the only ones that thought it was the bomb because news reports show that the sixth episode was the highest viewed episode of Greenleaf. And I am like clapping to the gods because I'm like, yes, even though this is our last season. But I'm like, thank you. Other people are enjoying Greenleaf as much as we enjoy it. And it was so So good. good. Yes. All right, girl. Well, until All next right. time. Bye.
1: All right, y'all. That concludes our show. Don't forget to tune into Greenleaf every Tuesday on Own and look out for our podcast review on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Spoiler Alert Tip O Ricky. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe and join in on the conversation. You never know, we may review your comments on air. Bye for now.